Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today we have Priscilla Shire, part three of Abiding in the Vine. Here's Priscilla. Jesus would say, I am the vine in verse one. And you are the branches. And my father is the vine dresser. I want you to see this clearly. If you take time, and I hope you will, to read through all of John chapter 15. At the beginning there, he paints this whole landscape and scenario of a working vineyard. And he points to three players on the landscape of his illustration. Picture the possibility that as he maybe paused there with the disciples, that he ran his hand up the thick trunk of a grapevine. And he says, I am the vine. And then maybe paused right at that connecting point where one of the tendrils, the branches, would shoot out from this huge trunk of the the, the grapevine. He says, I am the vine and you are the branch, the part that bears fruit. Consider that he paused right there at the tender connecting point where the branch was enmeshed with and immersed with the vine. He says, this is me. All the nutrients, the sap, the moisture, the nourishment that is needed for this branch to be able to stay steady and to flourish and to produce the fruit that it was designed and planted to produce. All of that is available to the branch if it will just concentrate on staying connected. And by the way, not superficially connected because it was possible for the skin of a branch to remain connected to the surface layer, the skin of a vine, and yet the inner veins and the inner workings of those two parts of the the vine not to actually be immersed, immersed with each other. So superficially, cosmetically, they can be connected without actually having nutrients being passed from one to the other. Jesus says, if you want to be able to produce fruit, you don't have to strive for it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to manufacture it. You don't have to lose sleep over it. All you have to do is concentrate on abiding. And I am going to pulse to you, give to you, um, offer you everything that you need to be able to live a fruitful, productive life that brings me glory. So he says, I'm the vine. You're the branch. My father is the vine dresser. The vine dresser is tending to everything, consciously working day in and day out to make sure that every branch in his garden is exactly where it needs to be to get the right amount of sun and the right amount of water to lift it off the ground, to post it up against lattice work, to make sure it's positioned correctly. He points to these three players on the landscape. The vine does work, pulsating nutrients. The vine dresser does work, walking around to position everything correctly, gardening, tending, tilling. And he points to the only thing in a working vineyard that does not work, the branch. And he says, that's you. My father's doing all the work. I've done all the work. You rest in me. That is your job. Receive from me 
Build a friendship with me. Make sure that the inner workings between us remain connected so that you're not just artificially grafted in just on the surface, but so that there's actually life pulsating between the two of us. You concentrate on this friendship and I'm going to yield such a robust harvest from your life. Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Rest and receive. I got your back. Be still and know that I I am God. Everything you need, 2 Peter chapter 1, pertaining to life and godliness, I've got it for you if you'll just make sure to remain connected. Abide in me, and I will abide in you. I want to tell you that this day last year, man, it was a tough one for me. I was arriving back at my home this day last year at about 8 a.m. I had been up all night long and previous nights leading up to that particular night. I'd been up a lot because we were taking care of our mother. And on the night before this day, about 2 a.m., 4 a.m., I was laying with my siblings and my father in our mother's mother and dad's bed. And actually, she was literally laying in my lap as she took her final breaths and we were there with her as she went to see Jesus and I arrived home later that day after the emotional exhaustion of that just came home to shower and then get back to my dad to help him through all the things that would need to be figured out and it was my birthday December 31st the day after losing my mom I didn't even really recall that it was my birthday. I was so delirious from the emotional exhaustion of it all. And in fact, losing our mom last year this time was the end of, um, or right in the middle of a string of very difficult losses to date. Over the past two years, we have lost eight family members. Talk about a drought. One bit of grief after the other, one loss after the other. I'm here to tell you that a well that is not dependent upon external resources is the only way that you're going to be able to be sustained. And in this last moment, can I just tell you how I know that? I know that because in my mom's final days and final weeks, as we sat with her and spent every waking minute with her and leaned in to hear anything she would want to say to us, She told us about the hope she had in Jesus. She told us about the joy that she had in expectation of meeting him. She told us about how she knew beyond any reasonable doubt that heaven was real. And she told us never to ignore and never to put aside cultivating a relationship with Jesus. Never to let ministry, the pursuit of ministry, override just the fundamental friendship that we got to have with him. And in the end, in those last days, my mother died with her heart and eyes filled with hope and joy at the expectation of seeing Jesus. What kind of internal reserve do you got to have? even in the face of death, to still be hope-filled. Whatever kind of well that doesn't run dry my mama had, that's the kind of well I want to. 
And so I invite you, Jesus, not to just know him for salvation, but to know him in deep, intimate friendship every single day until you see him face to face. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that was Priscilla Shire, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Priscilla Shire, Seven Last Words. You can also find out more information at her website, which is goingbeyond.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day today and that you will go live your 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless you.